Welcome to Lobby Talk, a podcast from the Cumberland County Playhouse. One of the best places to hear Playhouse gossip is in the lobby, and now we're bringing the lobby to you. You'll hear backstage stories from our company, learn about upcoming events, and what goes into putting shows onto our stage. So with no further ado, let's all go to the lobby. Hi everyone, this is Britt Hancock, Artistic Director at the Playhouse, and I'm sitting here with longtime resident actors and Playhouse stars, Patty Payne and Jason Ross. How are you guys? Oh, Great. I'm just good, I'm just good, good, good. good. <laughs> so tell us, uh, Patty, um, when did you start at the Playhouse? Tell us kind of how you got involved and what was your first show? It was in 1978. I had graduated from college and I was over here with my mother, who had been doing some sewing for the Playhouse for a while. And Mary Crabtree was here, and she asked me if I wanted to be in Music Man. And I said yes. <laughs> and so I was a volunteer for a while, and then then uh, became a resident company member in uh, 1994 when Smoke on the Mountain started. Oh, that's, so Smoke was your first show as a company member. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's neat. Were you a pickle little lady and uh, yes, music man? Yes, yes. Those are always the most fun roles. I think, yeah, in the that, show that was fun. Yeah, and then I was Ethel Toffelmeyer in a later production of it. So yeah, where I broke my foot. <laughs> oh, tell us about that. <laughs> I w- It was during the chase, and we were running across the footbridge, and the woman in front of me flung her flower headpiece, and it distracted me, and I turned over on my ankle on the bridge. And, of course, had to hop all the way downstairs because everybody else was still involved in the chase. Oh, no. (laughs) When somebody finally came down, they realized it was broken and took me to the hospital. Yes. Well. (laughs) (laughs) So, Jason, um, how long? Tell us a little bit about your history with the Playhouse. Well, I am from Chattanooga, up the road originally, and uh, my longtime mentor, Terry Sneed, he, uh, I was doing a show for him in Chattanooga called The Drunkard, a Barry Manilow melodrama, which was very fun. I had to sing this song out of, out of a garbage can called The Trash Can Blues, <laughs> and I thought that was big time. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, and then he, I came up here to audition uh, for Jim. He had just had that accident, and he was up in the... He was in a wheelchair still, so he couldn't come down to see me audition. So he had to cut my first impression of him. He was up in the sound booth balcony on the, in the Adventure Theater, all shadowed up there like Ava Perone, you know. And I'm and I auditioned for him. And then his sister Abby called me a few months later, and uh, I came up here to do my first show, which was the penultimate Smoke on the Mountain. And uh, I've been here for 24 years. I just found out actually through LinkedIn, a notification I got yesterday. <laughs> and I didn't even know that. I thought it was like maybe 20. Well, congratulations. Well, thanks. <laughs> so speaking of Smoke on the Mountain, so did you, you guys did Smoke on the Mountain together. For You were in the first production. Patty, you were in the first production. I was correct? in the first production. Yes. Yeah. Jason came two years later. Two years later. Yeah. Yeah. And then how long were you involved with Smoke, Patty? 20 years. 20 years. Wasn't it? 20 yeah, years. Prob- yeah. So it ran for 25 years. So 20 out of the 25 years. I believe so. I, or maybe it was 19. I don't know. But uh, 20 it was, sounds good. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> Jason, how long were you involved? 
at least. About know. the same. About the same, off and on. Yeah, he didn't do it as much as I did. Right. Because he did other things. <laughs> <laughs> Interestingly enough, I was actually born in a town named Fort Oglethorpe, Georgia. <laughs> playing is the same name as this character that I would come to play for almost two decades of my adult life. <laughs> That's it's, neat, though. It's fate or... Yeah. Yeah. So you guys did smoke together for for years. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lots I've only had. Years. I've only done it with maybe two other Junes that I can think of. Oh, I've had multiple preachers <laughs> and, and, and fiancés. So do you have any good... Uh, Some of them were 20 years younger than me. So. Hey, you know, <laughs> the cougar June Sanders. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys have any fun kind of uh, backstage stories of smoke and rehearsal or performance or anything that you can think of? Well, here's the funny thing. Not It's not Patty, but I thought it was Patty in my memory until she corrected me recently. I did it I did it uh, down in Vero Beach at Riverside Theater a long time ago uh, with this actress who played June. She was terrific, but I remember one performance at the end of, you know, when the role is called up yonder and June does her big cowbell solo there towards the end. She got her wig caught on the cowbell and she had to do the rest of the song with her head leaned down, otherwise her wig would come off. So she had to do the rest of the show with her head attached to the cowbell. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and needless to say, I was—I couldn't cope with that. <laughs> but we got through it. So that, and I thought that was Patty all this time, and it turns out no, that tells you how long, much I've done the show. I, <laughs> I, I have knocked my cowbells over several times in the show. Yes. <laughs> Or missed the bell. I think you did that when bell. we were at the Ryman Auditorium yes. one time. <laughs> I think so, too. But in Sanders now, when Jason proposed to me as Mervyn, there was always somebody in the audience making comments. And one, one day, one lady said, uh, say yes. <laughs> so before I even started the monologue, which was... <laughs> Oh my gosh. And that got me very tickled. <laughs> <laughs> well, smoke, the audiences for smoke were pretty notorious for being very vocal, weren't they? Oh, yes. <laughs> I've had a lady get up out of her seat and sit down on stage on the bench next to me. <laughs> what did you well, do? During the show. I just, I just laughed and went with it, and I kind of nudged her to get back to her seat. Were, were you the preacher when the guy got down on the floor with the twins? When Mama was going to do her monologue? No, I, but no, I heard about that. Okay. I was. Yeah. I what was, did he do? <laughs> he just. <laughs> the twins were blocked to, to get down on the floor in front of Vera while she did her Junebug monologue, and uh, so he, when she says "scoot on up to the edge of your of your seats," he got out of the audience. He was right on one of the front rows in the Adventure Theater, and sat down on the floor in front of her. Oh no, the twins weren't blocked to do that, but. But when he did that, they got down on the floor with him, and they all sat there listening to the monologue. Oh, my gosh. And then they picked him up and took him back to his seat when she was done. Just, hey, (laughs) welcome him to the show. So Mervyn and June, just you guys were, of course, so terrific in those roles, and um, it's such a sweet relationship that they have, both in Smoke and Sanders. Um, What are some other roles that you guys have played together that could be lovers, that could be siblings you know we have run the gamut (laughs) just in uh, the tuna shows alone 
He's been my preacher in many shows, not just Smoke and Sanders and in the, uh, what was that series that we did? The Church Basement Ladies. Oh, yeah. oh the Church Basement Ladies. Yes, that was it. Yeah. And, uh, and then I've been his mother in My Fair Lady and Dearly Departed. And uh, we were sweet on each other in Barefoot in the Park. I was Ethel Banks and you were... Uh, Victor Velasco, the wacky upstairs guy. Uh huh. Yeah, which was a very sweet uh, second time around type. It was romance, and I really enjoyed that one. So, so we've had quite the spectrum of relationships yes. over the years. <laughs> uh, we were uh, lover ostriches and uh, <laughs> children of Eden. We were animals. Yes. Uh, Mister and Mrs. Sourberry. Yes. Mm-hmm. In Oliver. Yes, we were those yeah. undertakers, the Mr. and Mrs. Sawberry. Have Oliver. you ever played um, villains like uh, or enemies on stage? We started off as enemies in that Lilla Barton show. That was intense. That, yeah, that snuck was, up on me. Fun. That was a real... I, I love doing that one, yeah. I would say there was a little bit of enemy in Boeing, Boeing, and mm-hmm. then it turned into them being cohorts in crime. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same, let me attend her a little bit too. Yeah, because I was hot for you in that. Right, right. <laughs> we had a good time. And of course, <laughs> and of course, Pearl Burris and Vera Carp have this love hate relationship. Yes. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> and the star and Stanley had a had a sweet relationship. Yes, there. I can't tell you how weird it was to rehearse this love scene as me as a woman and Patty as a man <laughs> without <laughs> costumes without costumes and looking longingly into each other's eyes but as opposite sex as the opposite gender it was very strange. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that with because you did both Red White and Tuna and Tuna Does Vegas together and playing both genders. So how was that in rehearsal to sort of slip into these different genders and different characters and, and finding these characters? It was tough for me. Jason had done most of the characters before in Greater Tuna, but um, but it was fun. And we found ourselves cracking up a lot in rehearsals because it just felt so awkward. <laughs> and plus, too, you know, it's funny. When, I, when you think of a part playing opposite genders, I, of course, of course, that's front and center and out there but i don't that's not really the most important thing to me i'm all about the character Mm -hmm. regardless if it's a man or a woman or a child or whatever it is you know and so all of that is secondary to me for the most part because i'm more focused on who is this person whether it's a man or a woman or whatever absolutely Yeah. once i got into the character i was fine with it you know it didn't bother me. so all that goes by the wayside and you just don't think about that well you guys were so terrific in both those shows and i saw them in rehearsal before we went upstairs and and got into you know with sets and costumes and all of that and just seeing you guys in the rehearsal hall without any costumes you were so believable and you could see each of these characters that were so distinct and that's a credit to you guys and your talent well, thank you. Well, thank you. Tune in next time as we continue our conversation with Patty Payne and Jason Ross. You've been listening to Lobby Talk, a presentation of the Cumberland County Playhouse. You can reach us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CC Playhouse. And you can purchase tickets online at ccplayhouse.com or by calling our box office at 931 484 5000. Also, please leave us a review wherever you're listening to us. Podcast hosting is by Buzzsprout. Theme music and production by Ron Murphy. Executive produced by Britt Hancock and Bryce McDonald. Thank you for listening.